so yeah, Mike, I went I went to buy that monitor. Right. Uh, on Amazon and uh-huh. it was on sale. It was on sale for like two hundred dollars off. And when I went to finally go buy it, the price went up fifty dollars and I was like, nah, I'm not gonna buy this now. I'm gonna wait. And then I, the following day, it went up a hundred dollars. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Uh and then it went out of stock. And now today it's back down two hundred dollars, but it's not shipping until August thirteenth. So I'm like, I'm just gonna not buy anything right now because this is stupid. Classic Brendan. I just I don't get why it's so difficult for the things that because I have I have let me see one two three four five six seven eight nine I have ten tabs that have been open on my computer that are a bunch of PC parts that whenever I check them all they're never all in stock so it's like I'm never gonna buy this computer it's never gonna happen sounds like a nightmare personally I should at this point just have Mike find me a pre-built PC but yeah just buy it just buy a pre-built like you. There's there's nothing you gain from building a computer besides experience. Well, experience see, so, and a thing that you're never going to do again. I, well, that's, that, that's 100% true. I could not see myself doing it again. I could see myself, if I get a PC, like upgrading it over time, like swapping up parts. Mm-hmm. But hopefully at that point, the world is normal and you can just come over and do it with me or for me. So, mm-hmm. um, But w- would I not, act, if I bought a pre-built, if I spent the same money on a pre-built, would I not be able to buy better stuff and build it myself for that same price or no? So you you would definitely lose money. Like you're definitely paying for like, quote unquote, the labor in a pre-built PC. But like it doesn't really matter in your case because your you, your your end game with this, your your goal with this is, I believe this is a direct quote from you, it's mostly for streaming, and if you can game on it, it's a plus. So, like, you don't really need anything fancy. You could buy a a fairly inexpensive PC, probably, and mm-hmm. get the streaming part done, and then, you know, if you're lucky, maybe you can do, like, some light gaming on it, not at, like, super high specs, but you could game on it. Yeah, I don't give a and, fuck about specs. I, like, I could care less. I don't need and, to be playing in 4K, you know. Nah, and then even even if you bought a pre-built PC, depending on which one you buy, you can still upgrade parts if needed. I can't mm-hmm. imagine you buying a PC that, like, like at most, you might want to either upgrade like the internal memory, the hard drive, or the graphics card. But all three of those things are like easy to replace if you feel like buying new parts down the line. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the thing that's aggravating is that my MacBook that I currently have is you know pretty powerful it's just a any games that i would want to play like overwatch aren't on mac still for some reason and yeah, uh shut up and uh you know obs and elgato like really just don't give a fuck about apple so that's what is actively making me say well if i really want to stream more in any capacity i need to get a pc of some sort because it, it just it doesn't make any sense well, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. The, 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 it's just unfortunate that both OBS and Elgato don't have great compatibility with Apple, which is kind of unfortunate for my case. Um, but yeah, I, I would really just want a PC that could, at the bare minimum, run the same type of stream we're running now. Just I would be able to use OBS, so I would be able to do normal things that most people can do that I just can't do because it's not 
compatible on Mac. Um, and then if I was going to play any games, it would be like indie games, which could run on mostly anything or, uh, you know, something that's only available on PC. Like if I wanted to check out Valorant or something other than that, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ever be like, Oh, you know what? Cyberpunk's coming out. I'm going to buy it on PC instead of Xbox. Like that's never going to happen. Um, you know, I'd probably buy Overwatch just to do it because it's probably 15 or 20 bucks. Uh, and, you know, I know some people that play on PC and don't play anywhere else. Oh, so, so. you'd want to get your ass whooped even worse on PC than in Xbox. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I would just be playing with a different group of friends that don't play on console. It, it wouldn't fucking matter to me. Yeah, you'd just be dragging them down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're fine with it. I, there's people that have been like, yeah, like, get it and let me know. and You can hop on. The only thing I don't want to do is grind 25 levels. For yeah, no fuck that, reason. man. That takes a long time, too. It doesn't, and that's, it's not something you can do quick. I know, I know. And that's why I don't even know if I'm fucking 25 on Switch yet. I have no idea. Did I we ever play? I, I forget. I, I, I'm sure we played fucking competitive on Switch against Yeah, we definitely did. Against did we? Yeah, did we, we did. do that? Did we get to, we to 25? We did. We, I think we were waiting on you for a little bit, and like there was you and one other person that we were. I think Dom maybe that we were waiting to get the twenty five. I think yeah, I mean, it's you, just the four of us. All of us and Jade played at one. I remember play, we were playing competitive. I think and Joe played it too, like, but Jade, I don't think Joe or, ever played it with us. No, he didn't. I mean, I'd be down to throw on some Overwatch soon and on Switch and see see what the <laughs> what the match cues are like. Only issue I have with Overwatch on Switch is that it fucking drains the life out of my my battery. It's yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, I mean, I need a new Switch so bad, and I desperately want a new one, but I don't think I'm. About, I, I need them to announce that. Yeah, island I, correction. I, if I were you, once they I announce would... that island correction, then I will absolutely buy a new one. But like, the fact that I can't play Animal Crossing, a game that I play like maybe two to three hours a day, right now, if I got a new Switch, I couldn't play it, which just blows my fucking mind at this point. Still. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I don't think this is what they're actively doing at all. I think Nintendo's just really bad about certain things. You know, so usually weird. anything that comes to do with like online, but I mean, it it only really at this point benefits them the longer they don't have that because there are going to be people that are like, "Fuck it, I'm going to buy a new Switch," you know, and just restart Animal Crossing. Actually, Yo, no, maybe, yeah, who would do maybe that? it's working yeah, like, against them. Maybe it's yeah, working against them because people because people like you would have already bought a new Switch. Yeah, I don't know. dude. Yeah, like they're gonna get me. I, I mean, I'm gonna switch is hands down my favorite all time, my favorite console of all time. And of all time, yes, hands down. Like hands down. I mean, get, don't get me wrong. PlayStation's had some great exclusives and Xbox. What would, and what, like that. What would have been your pre- previous to Switch? What would have been your number one console? That's a great question. I don't know. I, nothing's. I've never. I mean, maybe it's just the age that I'm at right now. But I love the ease of use of just being able to lay on my couch and. You know, or like ducking out for like a half hour. I can just like I don't have to like worry about the TV and like anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe Xbox 360 was probably my favorite. Before I, that. I mean, that's that's another good choice. See, for me, I probably would have for a long time. I would have always said Super Nintendo was my favorite console. I just think the games that yep. were on there were like some of my favorite games of all time and still are. But once you get to Wii, Wii U, and now the Switch, a lot of those games that are amazing are also available on the Switch. So it's like. I, it's kind of hard to say Super Nintendo's my favorite console because I can play all those most of those games right. somewhere else at this point. I, I think I think I might agree with you that if I had to, if I had to say like this is my favorite system right now, it would I mean right now currently for sure the Switch, but I think of all time it might actually be the Switch. 
I think one of the main reasons why I would say the Switch is my favorite console of all time on top of that is because my issue with Nintendo over the years was that I had no reason to jump into it or like, cause I already had my PlayStation three, my PlayStation two, my Xbox, my Xbox three, six. I always had those as my, like those that I would gravitate towards Xbox play PlayStation exclusives. But like for the Wii, the Wii was annoying to me because I didn't like the motion controls. I just really, really had a hard time getting into a lot of stuff on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wii U I loved, but it was like a test model for the Switch. And like it was very clear that they didn't that they didn't know what they were doing with that console. And it has some fucking some of my favorite games, you know. But no, now I I think I think that's a, a a crappy argument against the Wii U. And I've seen other people make similar statements. It seems, well, it just seems like the Switch is what they wanted with the Wii U, but they were like, well, we need to get this thing out. I, well, I think I think what more realistically was the situation was they had the idea and it was the Wii U. And when the Wii U didn't do well and they had to make a new system, I think that they saw certain aspects of the Wii U and said, like, you know, we think this could do well. Let's just do it a different way. And I think the other part of it, too, is I'm sure there's been people at Nintendo for a long time that have been like, we need to we need to merge our two audiences. We have people that only buy and play handheld from us. We have people that only buy and play consoles from us. If we merge that, you know, we could potentially take our entire player base, put them in one place, and, you know, make it rain money. And I'm sure there were some people that were like, yeah, but, you know, Game Boy is so popular. Game Boy Advance, you know, DS, 3DS, all these things have their dedicated audiences and are very popular. Are they going to be the same people that would buy, you know, a a quote-unquote home console? You know what I mean? Yeah. but I think it well, ended up working out for them. I, and, I hope they never split these audiences again. I think they'd be well, crazy to so do that. So stupid. Yeah, because if they went like if if they went from I, oh another one of the main reasons why the Switch is my favorite console all the time is because of the portability and the Wii U. You couldn't even like go into your bathroom from where like the TV was. Like like that had like zero range whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it was no, fine I mean, if like Amanda wanted to watch TV and I wanted to play like some Mario or something, and use I, I, that's basically what I did with it. I'm like, oh, you want to watch whatever you want? So I'll just play on this. Yeah. Um, no, I love but, that aspect of it, and I mean, again, like some, I mean, some of the most successful games on the Switch are games that were Wii U games, and right. they like the Wii U had a really good first party library. Uh, I mean, it had a lot of really good games. I mean, some would argue that the Super Mario Maker on Wii U was better. Than the one that's on. Oh, the I, I I wasn't a huge fan of the Mario Maker series, but I will say I played a ton of the one on the Wii U because that touch. I don't utilize the touch screen on the Switch. Like I kind of basically ignore the fact that there's even a, a touch screen on the Switch. Yeah, I it's, really don't like touching the screen either. Yeah, I don't. I don't even touch it. It's one of those things where it's not even. It's in my head. It's the only time I even used the touch screen was for Mario Maker Two when I bought like a stylus for it, but it didn't feel as as good as the Wii U did. Yeah, I mean, I think the Wii U's gamepad was was like definitely designed more to be a touch thing. Like it was definitely like a lot of the games, at least the Nintendo games on it, pushed you in a touch direction. Mike Splatoon had a primarily touch thing for the map, right? Like how to teleport and stuff. I believe so. Like I, I feel like they they inter- integrated touching into a lot of the first party games on the on the Wii U. But anyways, I mean, I don't know why we're having this Wii U debate to open things up here. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Fast Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. 
Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about the Wii U too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Dazir. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Man. What? What was that? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Mike, there's got tell me one good thing about your week. There's got to be something, Mike. One good thing about your week, Mike. One good thing about my week? I don't remember what happened this week. Seven days, Mike. You can't think of one good thing that happened to you over the last seven days. Brian, when you're at home all day, like, all Probably the things smash are together. On Monday or Tuesday, right, Mike? That smash night was pretty fun. That happened this the, week? It was this week, I believe, right? It was like Monday or Tuesday. I, well, I don't know. I have no idea. Nothing like I for a long time today, I thought today was Friday and I was very confused. When the yeah, I do that a lot when it comes to the weekend. Uh, nothing like it. Like your cat didn't do something funny. You know, you didn't get uh, a random like. Oh, yeah, that's great. So I went to Walgreens today and um, I went to Walgreens and I gave them the prescription for like insulin and. They're like, oh, have you ever been here before? I'm like, no. And they're like, they're like popping me into the system. They're like typing me up. They're like, oh, do you have insurance? And I was like, ah, I think so. And I found like this insurance card in my wallet that expired Wait, last year. you don't year, know if you sure. have insurance? I, I know I have insurance, <laughs> but because I never like keep track of like the card that I get from work, I yeah. don't really use it for anything. So I don't go to the doctor or anything. Uh, so I give it to them and... They use that to type it all in. They ask for my address, blah, 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 blah. And then they look at the prescription. They're like, okay, so what's your relationship to this person? I'm like, I'm like well, it's my cat. And they look at the thing again. Really, it was from a vet. They're like, oh, oh, okay. And they had to, like, I guess negate all that shit that they did. Not to go <laughs> too far down this, but you can get fucking medication for your cat at Walgreens? I'm so confused. Well, apparently my cat is diabetic, so I had to go get insulin, like, a thing to... <laughs> Wait, Mike. So this is his, this is what's been wrong with your cat this whole time? They finally figured it out. Oh no, this is like a separate thing. So like the whole month of January, she wasn't eating, and that's been taken care of. But like a few weeks ago, she was peeing blood. Ugh. So then I had to take her to the vet for that. And they're like, oh, among other things, she had like a urine tract infection. They're like, oh, um, it looks like she's got. Um, Looks like you got diabetes, so Jesus. you know. So you basically have Sawyer and cat form, basically, because Sawyer has a fucking issue every other week. So yeah. Did uh? So I mean, let me. I mean, we don't have to go into too much detail here, but was which cat is doing this, Cleo? Yeah. When was was Cleo peeing everywhere when she had the urinary tract infection? So she was peeing. She was peeing in the, in a bunch of places, and initially I had taken that for because at the time when she started peeing in weird places, it was around the time that I was having my office redone. So there were periods of time where like she was locked in my room because for because they were doing work here the way my doors were, um, I basically had to keep her in my room as because so she wouldn't be able to get out into the office, mm -hmm. and that prevented her from going to like where she normally used the bathroom. So I put like a little litter box in my bedroom and i think she used it but that she also peed somewhere else yeah and then eventually when like the office was done and like i let i left the door open for her to like walk around she started peeing in the office and again i i just took that for her just being you know 
all flustered because of what was happening in the in the house. Yeah, it's tough because uh, cats are definitely like that. Like when why do cats get so many urinary tract infections? I don't understand. Well, Navi definitely. So the reason it's I brought, like a asked well-known thing is the reason I asked because Navi had one at some point too. It was a long time ago, but she was peeing everywhere when it happened. But at the same time, it was also because there were like major like changes because I was living at my parents' house and my ex oh, yeah. left. Move, so, move, switch this shit. Yeah, so it was like we were in my parents' house. All of a sudden, this other person that was living in the in the other like living there is gone, and all this stuff is gone. So Navi like freaked out. So she was like fucking peeing everywhere. Um, it was not fun. It was not a fun time. You guys just need to get on the dog train. Just get on the dog train. Yeah. If if I got a dog, you know what would be happening? It would be me watching and taking care of that dog because Jen. Well, besides right now. Jen is not home. <laughs> you'll, you'll be surprised though. Like if you get dogs used to like certain scenarios, they can like Sawyer can go like ten hours without peeing, and it's insane. Well, it hasn't yeah, been, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. No, no. Dog, you know what I mean? It's, it, that's like once a year that we might have to do that, or if there's like this like un- things we can't control. But yeah. Fuck uh, anyways, did I cut you off, Mike? We're in the middle of saying something. Uh, no, not really. I was just saying she was peeing around everywhere, and then eventually got to the point where I was just buying, like, pee pads, and I left them, I basically stopped her from peeing in certain locations and had it localized to, like, one area where I left the pee pad, and then one day I saw her peeing there, and, like, there was blood in it, so I said, okay, this is a problem. Jesus. Uh, are you still running into her peeing in, in places issue, or no? Basically, it's been localized to, like, that one area where, I okay. again, I've just gotten pee pads. She'll pee in, like, her normal place, but then she also just pees there, and I'm like, yeah. Eh, well, I, I mean, you might want to test and see if you can just throw away the pee pad and see what happens, because at least with cats, dogs might do this too, but, like, when Navi was peeing in non-litter box places, what I had to do was buy specific cleaners that, like, break down the, like, the, the specific... Yeah, it's, it's like, it's not hormones. I don't know. There's, like, a specific something, not bacteria. There's, like, a specific, like, uh, I don't know biological term there's a specific something yeah. that's in there oh enzymes maybe it might be enzymes uh and they can smell that and if they smell it that in there to them they're like oh this is a place i can pee um yeah. so i bought like specific cleaners to clean those spots and then she wouldn't do it anymore um but even after we moved to salem there was like a long period of time where if we had any baskets of laundry anywhere open like out in the open she would pee in them for some reason hmm. so like i don't leave laundry anywhere accessible to navi at all she hasn't done it in like years at this point but like i don't i don't need her to see a, a basket of laundry and be like is that somewhere i can take a piss <laughs> um, anyways rounding us out tonight on this uh, weird cat piss ladies episode. in general welcome to <laughs> cat the controller <laughs> uh is the former overwatch fiend mr action bang bang shoot him up todd gary <laughs> Todd, how you doing tonight? Good, I'm good, you know? Just fucking... Well, what's one good thing that happened this week, Todd? One good thing. <laughs> Seven Ugh. days. Uh, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I've been playing Animal Crossing way more than I already was playing it for like the last couple like months. I'm like back into it hardcore. I, I, kind, of, I kind of am too, actually. I, it's, like been, it's been like a weird revival. 
Well, you know what it is. I'm sitting around. It's I, I've I've been doing the same thing that we've been talking about like week week in and week out. Is that I put in a game, I play it. I'm like, I'm not feeling this right now. Oh, let's go revisit this of my backlog. I'll try getting back into that. But one of the biggest things I come across with my backlog and when I try to revisit games, I'll just jump into a game and I'm like, fuck, I completely forget how this game plays. But I'm so far into the game that I don't want to start over. But then yeah. I sit there for like 20 minutes. Like I was playing uh, Dishonored 2 because I never finished a game and I'm so close to finishing it. And Wasn't I'm the, the first I'm, one like one of your favorite games? Yes, yeah, I finished it. The first one is hands down one of my favorite games. And the second one... um. It's just maybe harder, I guess. I don't know. But it's I'm so far removed from it that I tried to jump into it. And I'm like, oh, this is so fun when it works right. But the spot I'm at is probably something that, I, like I said, I'm so far removed and I forget how to do certain things. Yeah. But I will, I will say this. I uh, jumped into Remnant, Fire from the Ashes. Is that what we said the game was? Oh, yeah. I got to fucking play that, too. I haven't downloaded it. I just haven't started it yet. So I, I was kind of, that game kind of fell into the same category uh, as it wasn't doing much for me. The, the the beginning of the game is just kind of, uh, and I'm not really interested in the story in that game, but I will just say this. Earlier today, I played like for an hour. I'm like, let's make this game work. And I'm like, let's give it a chance. Uh, I started getting into it really bad. I got through the first level and I got to the first boss uh, and it's definitely grown on me. I can see myself continuing this game. I don't know if it's going to pan out and I'll, you know, be all about finishing it, but um, yeah, it's like, it's a perfect version of like a soul's, with guns, which is yeah, bang bang, shoot them up, my style. Oh well, if it's if it's something that we can progress the story in co-op, like I'm I'm down to play after this. I don't I mean, even I'm, know. It's it's weird. So it, it's it borrows very heavily from other Souls style games. I don't I've never played a Dark Souls game, but uh, when you get to the boss, it's the same thing as Bloodborne. There's like a hazy fog, and the second you walk through, you have to fight the boss. Yeah. So I, it's very similar, and um, yeah, I, I'm at, it's I'm I'm digging it a little bit, but I don't know if it's gonna hold my attention because nothing. Animal Crossing, and uh, I'm still playing through uh, Last of Us. How far, like hours wise, are you into? So into I was I got playthrough? to I got to Abby's, and but I went back and went back to a couple chapters to get uh, trophies that I missed. So I started looking up like trophies and everything. And I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm not going to even keep on playing. So I, I've also been trying to do some of that crazy combat stuff you see, but I don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's doable on the harder difficulties. Cause I'm playing on harder difficulty right now. And there's just no ammo. Yes. You, you I would imagine. Like, I would imagine you, you gotta, play a lot carefuler. Like I like playing carefully in that game anyway. So it's not a huge deal, but it's definitely um, not, you literally have to have a headshot for every person in there. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the only good thing that happened to me this week. <laughs> um I guess Todd kind of segued us there naturally. Mike, are you playing anything new this week or what are you playing lately? Uh save the thing that you were playing just before this for when we get to Devolver, but other than that, anything else? I don't think so. Um I think I beat uh donut county i think i played that and then oh is that the is this the first time you were have been playing that uh yeah i think so i think i like i touched upon it once i must have bought it like shortly after i bought a shirt at pax but mm-hmm. then i didn't actually sit around to play it until fairly recently because you oh, know did you I'm did you buy the have a garbage day shirt yes oh, i didn't know that the black one or the white one uh the black one nice what did you uh what did you play donut county on Mobile? PC. Oh, okay. What'd you think of that? It was fine. 
simplistic, yeah, I don't, right? I don't think it. I don't think it's on Android. That's why I never played it before. Oh, and then really? I found it. Yeah, I I remember. Now that I'm like thinking about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember people talking about this game, and I tried like buying it or downloading it. And I couldn't find it on my phone, so I gave up on it, and then I saw it on Steam. Actually, this I just I just wrote it down because I don't want to actually forget. I need to cancel Apple Arcade after this podcast because Wait, you haven't canceled that yet. No. Oh my god. That's I so also funny. actually cancel CBS All Access too. Jesus, I have all these dumb fucking services that I. Well, it's funny you say that because man, man has what's it called? Uh, we both pay for um, Netflix, and. Hers is connected to the TV. It's so simplistic. And I, mine's just connected to my Xbox that I haven't used in probably a full year. And I'm pretty sure I'm still paying for that, too. It just yeah, goes back to what it. we always say. Can, it, my net, I know. My, Trust me, I know. My, my Netflix is signed into my Xbox, my PlayStation, my phone, my Apple TV, my Roku TV, my Samsung TV, my mom's TV, my mom's Roku box, my sister's fucking something in, in Maine. <laughs> also, like everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone's using my Netflix. On my Hulu, it's on all of my shit here. Jen's sister has my Hulu. Joe has my Hulu. It's like, <laughs> did you, Yo, you definitely want to both be paying for Netflix. I love that Hulu's coming out swinging. Um, Amazon Prime, like all these things are just coming out swinging with some like, because like Netflix has always had like the exclusive movies, but they're always straight garbage. There's very few Netflix exclusive movies that are good. Um, I watched The Old Guard last night, and that was all. It was pretty good. Actually, I was surprised. That I finally watched uh, exclusive on Netflix, minus The Irishman. That was good. But uh, yeah, there's so many. And then on, I saw on Hulu has that Palm Springs that I think I showed you guys the trailer of. That's supposed to be amazing. It's like a Groundhog Day, but a fucked up Groundhog Day. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's, I'm finally, all I mean, I, I should probably get rid of cable, basically, is what I'm saying, because I just go into one of those three services and either watch a movie or watch a new tv show you have comcast though right yes see the at least the problem that i've noticed is that when i've like gone into the like the way that their pricing is structured it almost makes no sense to cancel cable because the way that they bundle everything everything, it makes almost makes zero sense to cancel it's a big scam it is yes it is garbage (laughs) it's because at least at least in Salem, it must be the same where you are in uh in Beverly, when I'm Beverly, wherever the fuck you are, Beverly. We're not, we don't get files for uh, yeah. We can, it's it's, it's, it has something to do with like I think Comcast owns everything in this area. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. it, it's like a weird way that it works. It, it's fucking garbage, is what it is. It's I believe they're in contract till 2025 too. It's like yeah. the way so away before they can we do can't anything. get you. Like we're not lucky to be like you know other Mike used to say all the time that he would like. He would basically just go back and forth between Files and Comcast, and each time he would just tell tell whoever he had, like, oh, Files can give me a better deal, and they would either match it or he would just switch. Yeah. And it's like, well, we don't when have we, that when, when we lived in Wenham, we got Files because it was the first time, because I think Wenham is one of the, it's like the weirdest thing that at the, the town the size of like, like the smallest place ever is able to get Files. And I never had a single issue when we lived there, ever. Comcast is straight garbage. Though. I've always it's had terrible. issues with Comcast. It's terrible. It's, it's, I, I I pay for like boosted internet, and I check my same. It's not. It's never fucking boosted. No, I went over this with the I went over this with the Comcast rep. They're like, I'm like, is there anything I can do to go higher? They're like, you're at the highest level, and I'm like, and this is my download and upload speeds. They're like, yeah, I don't know, and I'm like, fuck you guys, this is yeah, fuck off. It's, it's all fucking trash. <laughs> it's the worst. 
garbage. And I'm not even like a like. There's some people that are like FiOS is the shit or whatever. It's like it's not even about that for me. It's just I want whatever's better. Just I want yeah. the fucking better. One. I, don't, I don't want any issues. I don't care either way. Um, but yeah, I guess as far as like cable, I I give a fuck less about cable. I don't watch TV. Um, I watch Scrubs reruns all the time. That's all I watch. Yeah, I mean, if I if I'm like eating something in the living room and I and I put on the TV, I'll immediately basically I'll go to the Comedy Central to see if it's Office reruns, or I'll go to uh, the Food Network to see if it's fucking diners, drive-ins, and dives, and that's oh, like see, the I extent do... of what I do on TV when I go in the living room. Our TV is just 100 percent on Cartoon Network. I, I think there might be once in a while that it's not on that, but it's it's pretty much just Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network at this point. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's been obviously Persona 5, which I don't want to like, I'm playing that. I'm not going to keep talking about it every week because that's, you know, that defeats the purpose of eventually doing a spoiler cast. Um, <laughs> I'm back on also trying to finish up at least the first game of Ace Attorney before all these other games come out next week that take up all my time. And uh, I'm like halfway through Coffee Talk on Xbox, so hopefully I can bang I that out. I couldn't get into it. I, it's, I think I need that on the Switch because it was I, I have a hard time reading on, I, I feel like um, text from this generation, at least, is very. Every game I play, I'm like, am I supposed to be able to read that from where I'm sitting right now? I mean, you're an and, old man. Yeah, I know, your but t- I, 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 not I don't close have, to your couch though glasses. either. It kind of is, but it's like it's it's not really far away either. I just need a, I need a bigger TV, but yeah. Um, there's a lot of dialogue in that game. I mean, it's pretty much all dialogue. It's what it, it is. is. It's, it's, I know. It's just and it's just like pressing A, which which is fine, but yeah, you know. No, I, I mean, wish I would definitely more coffees. It's definitely not for everyone. I mean, if you get further into it, you're definitely making more. I haven't tried the endless mode too, but the endless mode, I think you're just kind of making more coffees and stuff. But I don't know. I I kind of like the story and the characters that that they've been throwing in there. And it, I don't, I don't know the people who made the game. Like, I, uh, I don't know if any of those people on the development team or the creative team like were bartenders before, or maybe they were just baristas. But like a lot of the no, they have knowledge. They definitely do. Yeah, because like, a lot of yeah. the dialogue and stuff of your yeah. character, the bar, the the barista, I'm like, this is kind of how I would talk to people when I was bartending. Absolutely, and not only that, but like the beginning of the game, they basically talk about like, oh, you're open at midnight. Why would like that's a horrible yeah. idea? You it, know? It's basically like, a bar. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, I like right. it. It's, it's I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. I would it, play it on Switch if it, I had it on Switch, it, but I don't it's know definitely. You know, it would be a more ideal Switch game, but the music's so good, the writing is funny. I- I'm enjoying it. I'll I'll see it through to the end. I just don't know when I'll actually finish it, just because yeah. two big games coming out next week. Um, but before we actually, I think there was something else I was playing. Maybe not. I don't know. Before we oh, move on, into... before you, before go, you go on, one thing. Uh, I died back in the Octopath. I think I talked about it last week, but um, this is like my ideal. RPG game. And I, I'm starting to realize that. And I think that's why I appreciated Final Fantasy VII so much. And I think this is why I didn't like Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, it comes down to the combat. I find the combat better. Um, I, I need a 40 hour RPG. I think this is why I'll never finish Persona. I'll never finish any of these kind of games. I like that Octopath's like a linear, straightforward. It's very hard to get lost in what you're doing. I also it's, think you just, you just want a turn based game. I do. I, you know what? But like, I can get how people don't like turn-based, but um, yeah, it, it, and hands down, I don't know, Brendan, just download the soundtrack. I know you've played a little bit of it and everything, but you need to go to yeah, the Yeah, I mean, I'm a, dec- I'm a decent ways into the game. Yeah, I think I have but, like four four of the party members or maybe five. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just stopped playing it because I'm fucking, I play too many games. I, I need to go back okay. to it. 
the music in that game is absolutely like some of the best music I've ever heard. And I have the soundtrack on my uh, on my Apple Music. And when I put it on random all the time, whenever the music comes on, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is so good. I honestly like because you started playing it aggressively, I probably would have st- added it to my rotation and started playing it if I wasn't trying to beat Persona 5. I was going to say it's too much. Which I'm I mean, I'm like 60 hours in at this point and I'm on what am I a third of the way in the game like something like that. I think you you just <laughs> yeah, fuck that. you just beat the third palace and I imagine when you mean when you beat the third palace it means you beat the boss but like the deadline has not approached. Yeah, yet, I, I mean right? I I went I went immediately the first day into the palace and secured the route. So I haven't fought the boss yet. I need to I basically where I'm at now is cuz I haven't played today. I need to send the calling card. Um Okay. But yeah, I mean I have all of the time left still, so I have to run through whatever two weeks after I beat the boss. Yeah, and then and then there's a period of time setting up the next palace. The next palace is relatively short. I felt like this one was pretty short. That one was I, short. It. it I feel was like fine. It, there was. I feel like there was a lot more setup than the previous palaces. Um, but I felt like the palace itself was pretty short. It was aggravating though. Like I, I definitely died like three or four times where I was like get the fuck out of here like i was not happy with what i was what was going on um but i was also like trying to really push it i was like i was deep into the palace and i didn't have many items to replenish my sp so like i was trying to get through battles by kind of just attacking for the most part and it was i think they start yeah that's what stopped me they start reflecting physical back there right yeah it was like pretty much a lot of the characters in there didn't they all resisted uh it, it was Physical it was not attacks, fun. Yeah. It was not fun. At least I was able to to push through further. I swapped out two of my party members for the other two that I wasn't using, so I at least had two full meters there. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is that one of them's spells were like all resist for the most part, and uh, I don't know. But I, I'm loving it. But I will say I definitely mismanaged my time, or as the game says, took my time, and I. Don't think I'm gonna finish this game before Friday of next week, <laughs> um, which is fine. I just wanted to aggressively set a deadline for myself so I would actually get through it. But I think I'm making decent progress. I'm at 60 hours. I mean, I'm doing the best I can. I will, I will at least try to get through. Besides the one I'm currently on, at least try to get through the fourth palace before Friday. That way, I'm. I don't know, halfway through the game at that point, Mike? Just about. So I think then I would I would feasibly be able to finish the game by the end of July. And then, you know, we can plan on that spoiler cast being in, in August. Which is fine anyway, because I, I didn't, I didn't want to... I mean, if, if spoiler casts pop up, I'm down to do them whenever. But I mean, you know, we already we did one in July already, so, you know, we don't need to necessarily do another spoiler cast in July. Um, have we done one every month since we started doing it. Yeah, uh, we did Final Fantasy, then we did Last of Us, then we did Last of Us Two, and the next one is Persona Five. And then uh, we'll. I know Todd and I have been talking about future ones, but but I don't want to talk about them publicly just yet. Uh, but yeah, before we get things going, finish up the rest of this episode, go through the second half. This episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night, and you'd like your fix of something deliciously sweet, 
you can uh, head on down to one Washington Square or get yourself a fatty drop, which is a delivery of a delicious dozen of cookies. Uh, it's a dozen, right, Mike? If you had a delivery, two, two flights. Um, at the very, at the bare minimum, two flights. Okay. Uh, get yourself a delicious uh, order of cookies, and I believe have you gone down, Mike? Can you can go in now with the current uh, I have restrictions not of Massachusetts? Gone down. I, I think obviously we're living in a in a, an evolving climate with COVID-19. So if you do want to get cookies from them, I would definitely check them out on social media. On their Instagram is probably their most active and most updated uh, at Goodnight Fatty. And you can make sure, you know, however you want to order from them, whether delivery or go down, you do the do the proper things. Because I think for a while it was only delivery and drive up and they'd bring it to your car. But I think now maybe with the way Massachusetts is opening, you can probably walk in and get cookies too. Um, but I would, I would definitely find them on Instagram at goodnight fatty to make sure you're get the most up-to-date info uh, on Fridays and Saturdays from four to 10 and two to 10. And then on Sundays from two to nine. And if you want something sweet or savory in the morning on Sundays, they get your hookup with eight to two with some chubbies. But uh, yeah, friends of the show, good people, local business, make sure you support them. And if you do head down, let them know. Pass the controller sent you. Did you get cookies this week, Mike? No. Not a fan of the of the lineup? Uh, they were, a, one of them was Cowgirl. I I thought I sent oh, you the coconut. picture, but I I don't know if it actually went through. Uh, I don't think I got it. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure it didn't go through, but whatever. Yeah, Mike Mike is very picky with certain ingredients, so if, if it had nuts or coconut or... Or something no else. I mean, I, I'm not a. Uh, yeah, I guess I used to hate nuts when I was younger, but give me more nuts and everything. Coconut's my jam. I fucking love coconut. coconut. Same. I love coconut. I'm the guy that likes snowballs when fucking snowballs are the shit. Yo, the, one of the best things ever. But yeah, in the, what's it? What's uh, Zombie Land when he's looking for Twinkies and he finds the like the snowball truck? I'm like, oh shit, he hit a gold mine. He's all pissed off. He doesn't have Twinkies in that truck. I'm like, who the fuck wants Twinkies over snowballs? You guys are out of your mind. Yeah, I don't really fuck with Twinkie. I mean, I eat a Twinkie, but I don't really. Yeah, fuck I'll have a Twinkie, like but it's it's like lemon, you know, like whatever. Wait, Twinkies are lemon flavored? No, I believe they're... I believe it's, it's yeah. I think no, so. I no, it's just like yellow time. cake and fucking cream. That's all it is. Oh, it is. They probably have lemon flavored ones. There's no way, Mike. Is a Twinkie lemon flavored? I'm Googling That'd be right news now. to me. I haven't had one in so long, so I'm probably talking about it. Twinkie on is an American snake cat described as golden sponge cake with a creamy filling. Yeah. There's no no lemon in there. They probably make lemon. They probably make flavored no, ones. No, I, I I'm, I'm probably just talking out of my ass. Uh, I, 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 it's been so long. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with lemons. I'm drinking a fucking Fabrizio lemonade right now. I'm drinking an alcoholic lemonade. I, I love lemons and certain things, but, like, le- lemon desserts is, like, hit or miss for me. I can't. Yeah, same. I can't always do that. But a couple of, couple of big things happening this week. We got uh, the Nintendo Treehouse Live this week, which was a focus on Paper Mario the Origami King. And a special little announcement from uh, the good folks at WayForward. Did you either of you tune into this or just kind of see highlights? I or yeah, I, I didn't. I, I watched it. I didn't know what happened until after it happened. What uh? So, Todd, I believe you and I are in the same boat. We're excited for the Origami King. Yeah, and there's uh, a lot of people that aren't. It's blows my I know, mind, but whatever. Well, I I think I know why that is, but we can we can get into that. Mike, you're not a Paper Mario guy. You don't have any interest in that, right? Mm-mm. Um. So, what what did you, what what is your takeaway, Todd? Like, or how are you feeling after seeing seeing more gameplay and and stuff on the Origami King? 
I'm psyched. I can't wait. I, I mean, the combat doesn't look ideal to me, but I have, I, I'll probably be pleasantly surprised by the combat. You know, like, I don't necessarily love puzzle-based combat. It doesn't look like too puzzle-based, but I mean, I'm sure. Oh, it's no, not, it's, like, it's, it's very puzzle-based. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, for, like, like complicated, like, I don't think it's going to be, like, this thing that's going to stop me from playing the game or anything. Because no. I think, like, I usually, like, stuff like that will, like, I'll be like, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this. Um, but no, I'm I, I'm psyched for it. I think it looks gorgeous. Uh, I'm looking for like a, a game like that, like a, a, an easy, an easier RPG style game. I, my whole thing I've gone back to over and over again is legit. I need like not long games and like easier to maneuver games. And I think this game will be right up my alley. I, I'm sure I will. Liam wants to play it, and Liam every time he, I'm like. Buddy, this is for like older people. I'm trying to explain to him, and he's like, "Okay, so when I get older, I can definitely play Paper Mario." <laughs> That's like his response every time, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah. absolutely." I'm like, "It's not that complicated, but I mean, at this point, it's probably complicated." Yeah, I mean, it, that's probably a game where, like, he'd probably have fun walking around, but anytime he, because there's, there's a lot of, probably a lot of reading, so, like, he wouldn't be able to get very far without your help. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, like, the battles probably would just be, you know, nothing fun for him. Um, I, I think a lot of people, their issue with the game is the it's battle, not, n- not even the battle system itself, it's just the fact that from what has been detailed now, it seems like there's no experience. Like you don't gain experience for battles. Yeah. Uh, so there's no level progression and people are pretty upset about that. Well, why um, is that surprising to people at this point? It hasn't been that way in a while. For these games. I, so I think like, a lot of people were expecting this to be a return to form yeah. um, or at least a return to how older entries in the series were. And the fact that it's not that is like alienating a lot of people or pissing people off, which mm-hmm. I can understand a lot of people with that. Cause I mean, the last few Paper Mario's in particular have been not like gimmick heavy, but they've all had like a thing and they've tried to like make that thing happen. And for some people, it's just not what they want. Um, you know, Super Paper Mario was, was like all, you know, action. It wasn't like turn based combat. That was the what Wii was one. the one that came out for Wii? That was it, Super Paper Mario, and where you could like change perspectives. Like it. I mean, it's it just further split, you know, divided the audience. There's See, that people was my that first don't like Paper that. Mario. And, like, on a Wii console that I didn't like to begin with, I actually really, really liked that game. Which um, So I know you said that you liked that game a lot, which makes me think, I think you're going to love this game, because I yeah, think probably. that this is, this is probably a good mix of that type of Paper Mario game with a little yeah. bit of turn-based. So I feel like this okay. is going to be, like, your ideal game. Yeah, I'm uh, sure I'll love it. But, I mean, like, some of the things with, like, Sticker Star, which is a 3DS one that people, you know, a lot of people didn't like because you didn't gain levels, and you, you know, you use stickers for stats and stickers for moves and items and all this type of stuff. There's some of that type of stuff here where it seems as though you have your regular jump, you have your regular hammer, and everything else that you get isn't stuff you level up to get. It's you buy stuff, so you buy items. And it's like, all right, I have iron boots until these break and then i have to buy some other item or buy new iron boots or something um which i I, again i can understand why some people might be turned off by that but i think that you know at this point paper mario i don't think is ever going to be returned to what it used to be i just don't think that's what they want to do with the series at this point um especially on the switch where the switch 
it seems, at least for the most part, with like all of their first party games, they're trying to either do the best case like scenario for the fan base or trying to like completely evolve the game. You know, you got Zelda, you know, being Breath of the Wild. You got you got Mario being, you know, arguably one of the best, if not the better half of, uh, you know, 3D Mario games. You got Animal Crossing definitely being, I think, overwhelmingly the best entry in the series with everything that whoa, it's doing. Whoa, whoa. Let me go back to Mario for a second. Um, did you say that when you said Mario from the Switch is the best Mario of the 3D? Or? I just okay. said I, 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 I said it's 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 easily in the in the hat the top half so it's listen the I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna say a controversial thing right now i think super mario odyssey is one of the worst marios in the last couple of years in the last I, couple I, years last couple of years yeah i i don't think it's a good mario game i think it's uh because i've been playing it a lot with liam a lot and i don't think it's a bad game i just i feel like there's no direction in that game and it's kind of all and i get like yeah it's cool it's kind of like an open world you find the 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 moons you do whatever and that and the game really opens up towards the obviously when you beat the game but i don't know for something about that game just doesn't work for me and, and i liked it i beat it played it enjoyed it i don't think it's a bad game i would never ever ever say it's a bad game but i think it's probably my least favorite mario release and i'm bored to death with those side scrolling marios like the new super mario brothers u i would so rather play that game over super mario odyssey i I don't agree with that. I can see it not being your favorite 3D Mario game. Um, it's in the bottom of the barrel for th- bottom of the barrel for my 3D Mario. So you're saying you would put 64 Sunshine Galaxy Galaxy 2? Yep, 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 yep. All, all above all this game? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I don't agree with that, but I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I know. But, no, I get. I, I just, I don't know what don't, it is. It's, I don't it's, think Odyssey is my favorite Mario game. There's no like direction in that game, which is fine for someone my age, but for kids it sucks because they they maybe it's because Liam's like what the what am I supposed to do now? But but at the same time it's you know how like Mario 64 was you're in this world this is the level you're doing it's just like you just some of the stars you get are just like okay that was stupid you know and, and like see, but, see I think that's your I think without realizing it you're saying something contradictory because what am I saying I think. You're saying like there's no signposting. They don't like tell you where to go. All this stuff. No, I don't think because for me that's not an issue. Well, exactly. Like, it's for Liam. So what I'm saying is there's. I feel like there's so many stars in this game, or whatever they are, moons, power moons in this game, simply because for a younger audience they want it to be like to progress in the game you need to get X amount of power moons, but they're fucking everywhere. So Liam will get them no matter what because he's just playing the game and they're fucking. Some of the moons yeah. are like you know jump on this that. tree and you get a moon. But for um, me, but for me, like that game is there's zero challenge to that game. Zero. There is very oh, little no challenge way. to that game. You gotta, you, what do you, you, no way. I played it like after I beat it too. Like I getting the extra stuff and everything. It wasn't like you did not I, beat the dark side of the moon. There's not a chance no, no, no. you beat the dark side of the I'm moon. I'm not saying I beat the dark side of the moon. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. That, there's the challenge, baby. You want the challenge? I mean, I, there's a challenge. I did, a, I did a good amount of stuff on the moon. I don't know how, like after I beat the game, because that was like one of the levels I wanted to keep on going back to, because I thought that was the coolest level. In the there, game, but... there are levels, like there are end game levels but, in this, in that. But game. they're not even considered levels. Like that's a, like you know what I'm saying? What? It's like so open. It's just more open world. It's yeah. I don't, I don't see know. the problem. I don't see the problem with that. No, it's not I, a problem. I like. I actually like. I I think that's a a better evolution of the like Super Mario 64 is 
you go into Bob-omb Battlefield to get this specific star, and then it spits you back out. And then you go yep. in to get this other star, and the level might be a little bit changed. I, like, it's the it it's literally the same thing, except that Odyssey doesn't kick you back out. Odyssey is just like, all of these things yeah. exist. Just keep on going. Yeah. Go get them. Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't, don't see the problem wrong, man. I had, a, I I had a bunch of fun playing the game, but out of all the Marios I've played over the last couple of years, and not even just 3D Marios, but just Mario in general, I would say this is bottom of the barrel for me. Yeah, I mean, that's fine to have that opinion. I, I, I don't agree with it, but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, if you want the challenge, the challenge is there. And I would say the same thing. Like, I don't think many Mario games are, like, challenging. I think they're challenging if you want to get... Uh, I, I, listen, New Super Mario U, that game is not hard. Like, is not a it's hard not game. like it's not hard but like there's parts when you get further into that game where it's like okay like now this is fun because like i'm actually have to concentrate and can't just run through a level and just be like oh here we go it, it, you actually have to kind of focus towards like the last couple maps of that yeah i mean there's i don't i don't like don't. bowser's castle at the end of the new super mario u is not like something you can just easily get through and just be like yeah that was super easy you have to like yeah, Actually, I mean, some, to... some of the base game end levels for Odyssey aren't just easy that you can walk right through. I think you need to revisit some of those final levels because they're not that easy. I'll and... get there eventually. Me, Liam's kind of working his way through it. It's like Liam's playing. He He's way more enjoying uh, new Super Mario U for like the Wii U that came out for Switch, the remake they did or whatever. Yeah. He likes that way better. He has like zero interest in Odyssey, which is so weird because it's all they want to do is play Odyssey. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you right now, it's it's because like 3D games are not easy for people to grasp. Yeah. And that I mean that's that's like I think that's that's it right there. Like side scrolling is left and right. It's a lot easier to understand. Yeah, no, it's simplistic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like it's the same thing. I like I I watch my nephew struggle with the same thing. Like he it's I don't know. I, I think that's when someone's discovering like 3D controls for the first time, like dual joysticks. That's like a something you have to learn. Like I can't I even. Think, rem- I, I don't know. I, I like I I can't ever. I can't like put my brain back into the time before 3D games and figure out how I learned. I, I don't know. I I feel like that's a thing you have to. I honestly definitely think take Mario time to learn. 3D world ruined games for me ruined mario for me i thought that was like a perfect game that is like the best mario for me personally i mean it's a great game too i love that game anyways back to paper mario <laughs> i i think that there's a there's there's people that want it to be you know like the thousand year door or you know like like part paper mario 64 or even super mario rpg and i just unfortunately i don't think nintendo's ever going to go back that way with paper mario um unless this you know flops tremendously then maybe they'll they'll make a more traditional approach but i don't know i i'm still excited about it i i am personally bummed that there's no experience points because i do like that aspect of rpgs um but i think uh i think they've been moving in this direction when with the paper mario series for a while so it's not surprising to me that there are are no uh that certain things are the way they are I'm still going to buy it. I'm excited for it. I think it looks good still. I think the battle system actually looks really fun, even though it's not about like gaining levels. It's about kind of solving the puzzle. I uh, I think it looks really entertaining, so I'm excited about it. The other weird thing that they decided to announce in the Treehouse Live 
was a game being made by WayForward, who, you know, are probably most known for like Shantae or Mighty Switch Force or something. Um, they're doing a Bakugan game that's exclusive to the Switch. Mike, I feel like you're probably the, the Bakugan expert here because I don't know anything about Bakugan. Uh, every time someone was talking about Bakugan, I was pitching Beyblade. So, no, I was I too. Have no I was too. So. And then I realized it was not because they had like mechs and stuff. So, wait, you don't actually know anything about Bakugan? <laughs> No, I knew it existed as like a franchise, but after, you know, Pokemons and Yu-Gi-Oh's and Digimons, I knew Beyblade existed. But like after that, all the things that kind of fall into that criteria, I don't know anything about. As far as I'm concerned, it's interchangeable with Yokai Watch. I don't know. No, no, no. Yokai Watch is like a decently sized franchise, at least in, in Japan. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about it. It was very weird that they put this into the Treehouse Live. I'm not like one of those people, like obviously I want a Nintendo Direct, I think we all do, but I'm not one of these people that's like got a pitchfork and a fucking, you know. No, I just don't understand the the hype behind Nintendo Directs. I get it, but what other like console does stuff like that on like a, like a basis like Nintendo? No one else does that stuff. They just like announce like new games or, I don't know, I, I feel like people, I just see people who are always so hyped out up about Nintendo Directs. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone walk away from a Nintendo Direct and be been excited. It's always a sheer disappointment every time. I just don't get why people are so pumped up about these things. No, I, I mean, I, I, I'm always pumped for Nintendo Directs. I love Nintendo Directs, and I always walk away for the most part like happy about the things that I see. I think that it's just very easy to see the people that are negative about it because you know this person only wants Nintendo Direct to see. You know, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, or this person only wants no, Nintendo Direct only... to see Metroid Prime 4, or always want to see no, a Smash they character. See the remake. They want to see, like, Metroid Prime remake, and it's like... And these are well, probably you... the same people who complain that there's too many remakes. That's, like, the problem. Like, they're like, but, but I wanted that one, you know, and it's like, I just... No, I, just I, don't I, I think that, again, I think it's just very easy to see the people that are negative, and it's always the people that want a specific thing. They don't care about a Nintendo Direct, they just want to see metroid prime trilogy or they want to see a smash character or they want to see metroid prime 4 or they want to see zelda 2 they they want to see one specific thing so when there that one so, thing isn't there they're not happy about it there's so many more games that i'd rather get on the switch before i got a metroid prime trilogy that like that's like on the back burner for me i want pikmin 3 I want that like now. I want to. I want to fucking play that game handheld. Yeah, I and wanna... I'm sure there are people that get mad when they don't announce Pikmin three. But I like. I think Nintendo Directs are like the best digital showcase. Obviously, I like Nintendo stuff a lot, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think fun. that they always show like a good amount of stuff that I seem interested in. So I, I usually, usually at the end of them, I feel pretty uh, ex- excited about you know at least a handful of things. Um, I mean, I just started following Nintendo Directs like probably in the last two or three years. I'm like, I've I've always liked Nintendo, but I've never been a big Nintendo guy. But yeah. I mean, I will say, out of all the last three years, the best stuff I've seen Nintendo do is their indie directs or whatever the hell they're called. I find like whenever I watch those things, I see way more games that I want to play than their actual directs. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I, I mean, because they, they do basically three different types of directs. They do indie directs, regular directs, and then, like, game-specific directs. And we haven't really gotten a lot of regular Nintendo directs in the last, like, I don't know, year and a half. They've been, like, targeted game ones or indie ones, you know, besides the E3 one. I think I, I think right now is a heightened point of time for, for two things. One, 
we're living or I guess three things. One, we're living in a really shitty time between the pandemic, between, you know, all of the stuff going on in the country. You know, so there's that. Then you have, you know, a lot of people, you know, because of the pandemic are home with more time and more time to be online and complaining about other shit and have other garbage shit going on in the world. So they need happy stuff. So you have more people like active online, I think, with nothing to do. And, you know, we're we're in that time right now where E3 should have already happened. So we don't have like E3 hype moments. And you have like a lot of other, I, I feel like because of no E3 this year, we have so many announcements. Like it kind of feels like daily at this point, but, you know, not that extreme. But we have so many little announcements all the time. And none of it is really Nintendo focused. So Nintendo fans in particular are like, where's this fucking direct? You know, we got a PlayStation thing. We already got an Xbox thing last month. We get another Xbox thing this month. You know, we get all these other things. We had a Devolver thing today. We got an Ubisoft thing tomorrow. We like, there's all these things, but there's no Nintendo thing. So it, everyone's like, that's waiting for that direct is so heightened. Because they're like, where is this fucking direct? So I, I do kind of get it. I feel like we've gotten like a bunch garbage. of directs or whatever. Who like this last year? Like like I said, I, I this is something that I never really paid attention. You guys added me to like that Nintendo voice chat group. Yeah. Like probably about a year ago, so I'm behind on everything. And this was the first year I've seen like, and I feel like they got everyone's got a good amount of information this year on like you know. In, I don't know. In, my, my, in 2020, we have gotten one direct, and it's been. An indie direct. That's only yeah, that's half a year, I guess. You know, I mean, I feel like that's more than whatever. But I mean, I don't know. I view this as like my backlog is so fucking ridiculous that like I, any person who's like a fan of video games at this point, yeah, it's cool to get these new games. But there's plenty of games that people haven't even touched. They're just waiting for yeah, something. That, like, sure. Nintendo I mean, puts out. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Devolver thing talked about it today. I mean, it's the fucking hype machine. People are more excited yes, about exactly. announcements than are about games. Like, right, the, exactly. like the devolver thing kind of fucking hit it on the head with some of that stuff which was people don't give a fuck what we're announcing they just want announcements they don't give a fuck what the thing is um like we can just go into the devolver thing now i guess because like that's Quite one of the segue. like the the devolver thing was like 45 minutes long and they showed seven games and i was way more enthralled with everything else that was going on than i was about the actual games um because some of that stuff is just legitimately funny to me where it's like you know, they, they the whole like crux of it was like they don't you know, they're not going to buy these games. We can announce things that never come out because they don't care. They just want the announcements. Um, and that's kind of fucking true. I mean, um, but in regards to the things that they did show, they talked about Shadow Warrior 3, which I've never played a Shadow, Shadow Warrior game, so I don't have. I played two. It was all right. Nothing special. I didn't play a lot of it, but it, yeah. was, it was not nothing to get me. The new one looked great. looked like really pretty, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not like, I'm not typically, uh, I play a lot of first person stuff for multiplayer, not necessarily single player. So I, I just don't have that type of interest myself. I feel like the shadow shadow was a warrior, whatever the hell it's called. Shadow that franchise, Yeah. It's a franchise to me. I'm like, I'm just speaking out of my own personal preference on this, but it, I view that franchise like I view like Just Cause. There's a bunch of fans out there that love Just Cause. It's just never done anything for me. Yeah. You know, like it's just one of those weird franchises that I'm actually curious how they actually got the three games. You know, like. I mean, I, I, one of the more recent packs is 
Shadow Warrior had a big fucking booth and it was packed always. I don't know if you guys remember this. You remember that, Mike? They had like mm-hmm. a they had like a big um uh, I don't know, like like temple type like setting. It was a huge fucking booth. It had a big footprint that packs east. Like it was it was a large booth and I was like, I have zero interest in this game. There's a line <laughs> constantly to play this fucking game. So yeah, I think you're right. There's definitely people who are fans of it. I mean it's just kinda like, you know, over the top violence, crazy guns, and like you know, probably slapstick comedies type of. Type yeah, you of have a kata- you have a katana. That's like th- that was the big appeal for me to get me to play that game, and it, it just didn't, the katana didn't feel like anything special, you know. Yeah. I, Did you watch the whole thing, Mike? Uh, I think I missed the Shadow Warriors part. I I think when I tuned in, uh, what was the first game that they showed when I tuned in? Uh, I don't the remember or, anymore. The order of games was Shadow Warrior, Fall Guys, Carry On, Oliha, Serious Sam. All right, so then I must have just missed uh, Shadow Wars because I know I saw Fall Guys. Yeah. The, ca- so, the Carry On was so good. <laughs> it yeah, was just it, was, like it the, was great. The little, I mean, like... I, I think the Devolver Direct was amazing. Like, overall, yeah, like, same. it was great production value. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was very, very good. It's entertaining. It goes against the grain of what you usually get for that. Yeah. Oh, for sure uh i mean fall guys i mean we've all played it uh we I all liked it. it oh you didn't get to play that sucks Dude, i'm game not waiting fu- in line for two hours to fucking play a game at pat yeah, i'm sorry yeah. i just am not doing that i mean you I, we could have gotten you ahead of that but yeah i'm sure but whatever you know save uh, those for things you need i know but uh fall guys we we played it a ton at packs uh i mean mike you you have fun fun feelings for fall guys we gave it our best best in show so yeah, like I said, it's it's MXC the video game. I stand by that. Yeah. Wait, what is it? It's most extreme elimination challenge the video game. So it does it. Pl- how does the game play? Because I'm like watching a lot of stuff on it. Does it play like? Um, it looks like Human Fall Flat, but just with like a, a battle royale style to that, and you know you're so. You, you do- so the PAX demo only had a specific, like it only had a few different challenges, but there's way more in the final game. Uh, but basically. I think it's 60 players, right, Mike? Yeah, it's, uh, it was yeah, it was a big number. So you start off 60 players, and in some rounds you're by yourself, and some rounds you're on a team, right, Mike? There's some rounds where you play play alone, right? I feel like there were some rounds where I played yeah. alone. So in some rounds you play alone, and some rounds you play on teams. But basically, you know, when the match starts, it's all 60 players. But you know, let's say one of the one of the things was. Um, like this this track that this like straightaway track that kept getting smaller and each like so often it would have a divider and some of the doors all the doors looked the same some of them would open and some of them wouldn't so everyone would be racing to the finish and you had to guess and pick the right one that was open and it was like you know the last i don't know 20 people that came in last all lost and got booted out so then the next so then the 40 people go on to the next round and it could be you know whatever and then you know the the losing team you know gets knocked out and then it's you know the final 30 people get onto the next round and there's like a rotating set of different like games basically uh so it's it's weird because in some some of the games you're playing like every man for themselves you know you need to fucking win and then in some of them it's like oh i'm paired up with these people so like we need to win or we're all fucking knocked out so it's like a i don't know it's a good dynamic It, it it was a fucking blast. We we played it a lot. Uh, so they they showed more of that. That's coming out August fourth for PC and PS4. Uh, Carry on, which 
was another one we had a chance to play at PAX. Joe is super excited about it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put words in Joe's mouth, but I know Joe was ultimately let down. Um, well, fuck Joe. <laughs> but I, I do think that you will like this game, Todd. I think this is no, a game. No, no, I have to, like. I don't, trust me. That I mean, I don't know what Joe was looking for exactly in the game or what he thought it was going to play out as, but um, yeah, I mean, it just looks. I don't need to play that game. Like I, we were there, I, and, and you were like, Todd, you want to play? I'm like, nah, I'm going to buy it. Don't worry about it. I already yeah. know I'm going to buy it. You know, <laughs> like, I, I, I think I think ultimately for Joe, it was the controls that he wasn't a fan of. If I'm remembering what we but talked about, I'm so about used to that after like Pedro and games like that that are like controls are a little bit like not ideal. But like, yeah, Pedro became this game that I thought like at first I'm like these controls suck, and then I'm like I fucking love this game. I'm I, I remember like I went through the whole game of my friend Pedro and I couldn't even get like a good rank. I was getting like C's across the board, and mm-hmm. then like the final level I realized I'm like, oh, this is how you play the game. Oh, oh, okay, you know. And then I went back and played it and started getting better ranks and everything, but. I don't know. Yeah, that game was like ideal for me. Like that, that game yeah. looked so fucking good. And yeah, I didn't I think, know. I think I, like I never. Yeah, I never played. It. I think the demos, like you said, like I was watching the the trailer today. It showed the monster just putting his arm up and taking over a guy, and then you're like fighting as that guy. I was like, oh, this is so like this is way more deep than like you're not just this monster going around. You're like taking over AIs in the game, and you're starting to like shoot at other AIs, and that's like how like you, so it's like a quote unquote looks like stealthy almost because like you you're like as the monster you're hiding and you have that one little tentacle that comes out and like takes over the guy. I think I think as you get further in the game you get more types you get bigger and you get more types of abilities. So I think yeah. like you have to kind of utilize stuff like that to get get through. Um the best thing play... about that in the... oh, oh, no, I was going to ask Mike if he played it because I wasn't sure if he played it or not. I don't know if it's hit up his alley. Played what now? Carry on? No, I didn't play. Uh, is that something that, that looks interesting to you? Not especially. Yeah. The second that when they, during this whole uh, Devolver thing they did today, the second that I saw Phil Spencer, I'm like, oh shit, we're getting this on Game Pass, boy. <laughs> I, I, have to buy I, the same I knew thing. it. You knew it immediately. You knew that second that he was there. I was like, cool another game i don't have to pay for you know? yeah. it's like game pass is i mean i don't care if you're a playstation fanboy whatever game pass is hands down the best thing that's happened in many years in console it's, yeah, it's I, just I, it it gives you the opportunity to try games that maybe you never would have tried and you know like it, it's just i know that i've tried several games on game pass that i never would have ever played ever so it gives games great exposure. I fucking love it. I think it's the yeah, best. No, Game Game Pass is phenomenal. I I mean, I said it before. I'll say it again. If you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, unless it's like for know. an extreme money you're thing, and you don't have income, if you if it's if it's like comes down to a money thing and you just don't have the disposable even if you have a money it, thing and you have Xbox Live, you can pay five dollars extra. It's like it's not even. Like, yeah, I mean, I know, but some you don't know everyone's money situation. I'm sure there are yeah. some people that it comes down to money, but like if it's not a money thing. There's really no fucking reason for you to not have Game Pass. Like, I like literally right now I'm playing through Coffee Talk. This is on Game Pass. It was a game I wanted to play. I just never bought it because I, you know, it's just on my on my wish list. I, I have enough games in my backlog. Crosscode, which is a game I couldn't wait for all fucking year, came out this week, and I didn't buy it on Switch because it's on fucking Game Pass. And that's you know that that's twenty bucks in my pocket theoretically, and you know a game that I've been waiting for that's on Game Pass. Um. The Game Pass is a, is a, is an insane deal. 
It's nuts. It's uh, but nuts. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, as soon as I know that, like, they were kind of following a trend because they had Shuhei on there, and then they had a, uh, you know, and then Phil yeah, they, showed they, up. They, they did one for each like system, basically. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, pretty much. Because Fall Guys is on only on besides PC. Fall Guys is only on PlayStation. Carry On's only on. Actually, Carry On is also coming to Switch. Um, but the, the next game they showed Oliha is only switch and PC, at least according to the Devolver direct. Um, but yeah, I, as soon as Phil Spencer was there, I was like, yeah, it's definitely coming to, coming to game pass. <laughs> um, but Oliha was the next game they showed, which I, this is a game I was not aware of. I didn't, I haven't seen this game before. It looks pretty fucking awesome. Like I'm kind of excited for it. Um, it, the direct said that it was coming out. It was available now, but I haven't seen it on the Switch store yet, so I'm a little sad because I would have already downloaded it. What did you think of this one, Mike? Any interest in this guy? Meh. <laughs> I, I already know which game is the one that Mike Mike is a is a fan of. And then uh, next, they showed Serious Sam 4, which is was not a new thing. It was something they've already announced before, but they're just showing some more on that. I will say, weird choices. It's on Steam and Stadia, or coming to Steam and Stadia. So, I guess it's like Google so they're might even have trying, so money. They're even trying to touch the Stadia base. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> like, Mike, are you going to download that on Stadia, Mike? Uh, only if it's one of the free games. Oh, so that's probably a note for Mike. Uh, and then the thing that they wrapped it up with was the Devolver Land. Is it called Devolver Land Expo? Uh, yes. So, right. yeah, Devolver yes. Land Expo. This looks amazing. I'm sad that it's only on PC. I know it's a free game and it's probably not that long. I have no idea, but I would definitely download it if it was on anything else. Mike, I know you downloaded it and played it. What are your thoughts on this so far? Uh, I didn't get very far. I literally, I I turned it on. I got onto the expo floor, and I was trying to figure things out. What uh? I mean, it it clearly piqued your interest enough. If if not, the free price tag was was the kicker. But it definitely piqued your interest enough to download it. Mm-hmm. Was it the free part, or was it because it looked interesting to you? Uh, the free part definitely helps because I could just go in and like justify clicking download really quickly, as opposed to being like, well, do I want to spend twenty dollars or ten dollars on this thing? Um, but it looks like it's just like a a fun concept yeah. i don't know if that's the word i'm looking for but no it's, we'll it's, it's it. yeah I'll, I'll roll with the fun concept it, it looks fun to me like it, at the bare minimum it, it looks you know it looks like a, a a funny time even if it's not like haha funny just the fact that you know it's it's basically a convention but all the booths seemingly are like devolver games and I, it just seems like a lot of tongue-in-cheek jokes and uh i don't know i it definitely looked like something that i was interested in i just uh Obviously, I'm on a Mac if you were listening to this episode from the get-go. Uh, and it's only on Steam PC. So, yeah, I mean, on the game side, for, like, I think overall, you know, it's the Devolver Direct. It's, it's fucking bonkers. Like, you're going into this expecting just fucking absolute nonsense. So I'm not going in there expecting, like, a bunch of, you know, crazy game reveals. I will say, little little sad to not get a release date for Discrim, because that was one of my favorite games from PAX. Uh... And See, it was kind of doesn't look appealing to me. Oh, that I game looks so good. Game, but... Oh, I loved it at PAX. I played it three times. Um, and then I was kind of hoping this was a little bit more of a shot in the dark, but I was kind of hoping for Katana Zero DLC announcement. Uh, I wish, or even the same Katana. 
well, there's supposed to be a DLC coming to the game, so I was kind of hoping to see that. And then, you know, just anything else new, because other than Devolver Land Expo and Oliha, the rest of these games we've known about. So I was, you know, kind of, I, I, I have a lot of faith in Devolver. Devolver and Annapurna are like two pretty solid indie publishers. So usually anytime, you know, one of them has an announcement, it, it's something that has my interest. So I was hoping for some other game that, you know, I didn't know about that could have, you know, maybe stole it for me. But, you know, Oliha looked good. You know, I, I probably would have downloaded it if it was available at now. Um, but, it's kind of where I stand on the Devolver Direct. Do, do they know. always just do the like? Because for Carry On, like the, it's weird that I when when I when I heard that they were doing this thing today because I, I don't pay attention to this shit as much as I should. But um, I was like, oh well, they're definitely gonna announce Carry On. I'm like, are they gonna shadow drop like a game today or something like that? Because I don't know how how these guys work. But I feel like Carry On is kind of like a shadow drop almost because it comes out in like a week. You know, like it was one of those things where I'm like. I've been wondering about that game forever, and then all of a sudden, was today the first day we got a release date? Yes, I believe so. so. Weird. Yeah, and it's like two weeks. It's like a week, a week and a half. And a yeah, week. That's, that's fucking. Great. I mean, it's, the the was a shadow drop, and Oliha again supposed to be a shadow drop. Shadow drop, at least according to the direct. Um, I I definitely expected at least one game to be available now, and I was hoping it was going to be Disc Room. Um, did Disc Room get a date? It didn't. They didn't even talk about it. Oh, it didn't. No, that, that was probably what like my my letdown of the show. Oh, I, I was still fine with it. I mean, I, like I was en- entertained. So I mean, they did what they were trying to do. Which was I stopped watching after um uh Serious Sam maybe or whatever. I don't know one of the Serious Sam and then Devolver at Land Expo and then it went into yeah. like a like more more nonsense and then they had like a like credits with music and stuff. But. The last thing I wanted to bring up real quick before we wrap things up was I feel like you two might have more opinion on this than me because I definitely don't. But there's going to be a Gotham City Police HBO drama that is set in the Robert Pattinson Batman I'm so glad you brought this up. It's so funny you fucking brought this up. And it's being made by Matt Reeves and Sopranos producer Terrence Winter. Do either of you care about this? Because I... Yeah, absolutely. Don't. Terrence Winter is huge, man. Like, I mean, if you like Sopranos, but um, is Matt I, Reeves I, the director of the new Bat- Batman film? Yes. Yes. Okay. So he's. I don't think I don't know what his involvement is with the show, but the um, thing that I read I, said he was directing the show too. Is HBO okay? Here's my question: Is HBO Max available right now? Mike might know the answer to this because I HBO don't. HBO Max. I, yes. Yes, it is. So I can't get it on Infinity right now. They say it's. They're working on it. They they like. If I try to get it through my TV, through my cable, because I already have HBO, uh, so, I can't get it right now. So there's a few different. I don't know who's the who's problem, or I don't know who's causing the problem, but there are a few different places that you can't download HBO Max. I know Comcast is one of them because I can't Comcast download it. Comcast is one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, you also can't download it on Roku because we have a Roku TV in the other yeah. room, so you can't download HBO Max there. You can download HBO Go and HBO Now. Um, but you can't download HBO Max. So because because out of all the things I'm most excited for, you guys should probably check out this trailer. I, I might have said to you, I don't know, is the pickle movie with uh, Seth Rogen. I don't know if you've watched the trailer for it yet. Is it an animated movie? Trailer for it. No, it's uh, it, it, it's an HBO Max. It's it's a live action. the The premise of the movie is it takes place in like a long, long time ago, and Seth Rogen and his wife are like 
speaking a different, I, I don't know what, I, I, I didn't pay too much attention to it. I don't know where they're from, but they're speaking a different language. They're doing all this shit. And then all of a sudden, Seth Rogen from that time period falls into a vat of pickle juice because they opened a pickle factory for themselves. And a hundred years later, he was maintained and like never aged in that vat of pickle juice. And they try to find his closest form of contact of family over all the years. And it's like Seth Rogen that we know. And it's supposed to be like a really funny movie, but like a very serious movie at the same time. I was like sold off of the trailer. You should watch the trailer. The trailer is fucking like, most people who watch that trailer be like, what the fuck are they trying to pull off with this movie? But uh, it looks amazing. And it's based on a book, I think. And like people like really rave about the book, but it looked awesome. But I can't figure out how to get HBO Max. Like, I don't know what I need to do to get it right now. Just download it on your Xbox. Is that what all I have to do? I just have to, like... Yeah, I mean, it's on your... What's what's connected to your TV? It's on Xbox and PlayStation. So my issue is that I just have basic... I have my... Wait, do you pay pay for HBO through Comcast? Yes. I don't know. I would would Google it, because I don't don't know if you get it that way or not. It might not. I know you do. I I read it, you do. Yes, I pay for... HBO through Comcast and I have HBO Max. Oh, then. Wait, so then, what do you have okay. through, Mike? Yeah. So, so here's um, the here, here's the thing, Todd. I have HBO through Apple, so I don't pay Comcast. I pay like ten yeah. or fifteen dollars. I can still get HBO Max. I just can't get it on Comcast. But okay. if you have it through Comcast, you should be able to still download HBO Max. I'll just have to find Amanda sign in stuff and go from yeah. there. I think you have to sign in through the Comcast website to do it. Okay. That's the difference. I, I can't do that because I don't pay Comcast for HBO. Gotcha. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know if you had something to add there. Well, he was just asking me where I watch it from, and I have a smart TV, so I just have the HBO Max app on my TV. Plus, you know, uh, let me see. I could I could Wait, use so my I have a smart TV, too, not, so what do I... Do you not have... So, so what happened to me was I, even though I paid only for... I paid for HBO through Comcast and I had HBO go because of that. And I also downloaded the HBO now app on my smart TV. I had both of them on my smart TV, even though I didn't pay for HBO now. I only mentioned that because HBO now was the one that turned into HBO max. So after, after they did all that stuff, I just, the HBO now app turned into HBO max and I just signed in with my, with my uh, Xfinity stuff. Too many fucking streaming services. It's out of control. It really is. I don't no, even know what I'm like connecting to anymore at this point. I just I have random money taken out. That's it. Yeah. All I know. If you yeah, so there you go. There there's your solution. For me, it's a it's because I don't pay Comcast. I pay Apple. Okay. Um. So if you're on the same boat as Mike, you should be able to just do what he just said. I wasn't aware that Mike had it through Comcast. Um. For some reason, I thought you also paid directly. No, we have a sweet deal for Comcast. Like we literally have every fucking channel you could dream of. It's it's weird. I don't understand it. I don't know. And I don't know what Amanda paid for it because I don't think we pay like a a shit ton. Because like we said, it's connected to the like to the white the the internet and everything. But I go. I have like stars. Like not stars. Uh, um, Showtime. Some, no, like some random Epic. like epic. No, epics. Or, like I have like all Skinamax. Like when I wanted to watch the second um, Rocky movie that they just redid with uh, Michael B. Jordan, you had to be part of like certain something to watch it, and apparently we were part of it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like certain movies that come from that distributor. 
I'm not sure which one, but yeah, I don't watch TV, so I have no idea. But back to the original thing I posed was: Do either of you care about this Batman Gotham Police show? I mean, sure. if it's on HBO, man, HBO makes good shows. So I mean, I don't really, I, I, I don't. We'll see what happens. I, I'm is it like, is it like you guys know you I'm care, burnt out on comics. But is it like something you care about though? Like you want to watch a show about the Gotham City Police? But I don't think they've said what they said. It exists in that that new Batman universe. But I mean, so it's very clear is, what they're trying to do. Is Batman going to be in the show? I no, but Probably I think it's very clear what they're trying to do. They want to go very realistic on this next Batman movie because I think they knew it worked out very well with um, Nolan in his trilogy. So I think they want to go back to like. Go to like the basics, go back to that, lead us into that. Because now, with like, like the same way that like uh, the new Captain America is going to be like, we're going to learn about Captain America through Disney Plus. I think everyone's going like the, 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 especially with COVID and everything else, movies aren't a safe bet anymore. It's, it's weird. It's, it's really weird. It's uh, TV it, it, streaming was already super popular before this whole COVID thing happened. And now streaming is just in the best position they could ever be right now. Does uh, Michael probably know the answer to this. Does HBO have some sort of deal or partnership with Warner Brothers? You mean the studio that they own? Oh, HBO all... owns Warner Brothers. Or Warner Brothers owns HBO. But, yeah, I don't yes. fucking know, Mike. Well, that uh, that yeah. well because I was basically saying like I I know what Disney's trying to do on their service. I didn't know if there was an affiliation with HBO and Warner Brothers because it would be like you know i think it would be a bad decision if it was like oh this you know police thing is here on hbo but like oh we're also going to do this other thing that ties in and it's on fucking hulu i think that would be right, a, like a be bad, bad yeah thing. i agree um i don't know i just well, you I, know what we I, don't know because you know how i feel about wb shit i definitely am like yes, not interested in like a police show uh well i mean listen if it's done they called it a procedural because... what does that mean is that like what what like law and order is mike yes yes, yes. yeah yeah Huh. So I mean, Law and Order is still a popular show, is it not? No, it's great. Like, yeah, people love that, but I, I think it will be a much better, well done Law and Order kind of show, you know, because there's so much writing on this. Here's the thing, right now. Well, what we I'm trying had, to say like, is, is is Law and Order still like a a high watch show or no? Yes, dude. Ice there's a reason why like, Law and Order SVU was on like its 23rd season. Ice is well, one of the longest well, the, running characters on a TV show. Well, okay, the reason I'm at, the reason I'm asking is because it might actually be a really smart thing for them to do because it could potentially pull in non-Batman watching people. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a police procedural. Yeah, absolutely. If it's like a well-done like police drama, I think that could just pull in you know, people who maybe don't care about Batman or whatever. And then it might also be like, oh, it ties into this. Let me watch this fucking Batman yeah. movie. These next couple of years, this is going to be the years of DC because we already got like the no. greatest thing from Marvel Sorry. ever. We we li- no, like we literally got like the greatest thing from Marvel ever. So like DC, we get you hate the so MCU, many- Tal. We get no, it. We no, get it. Listen, listen, we've already talked about this. I hate I know. that. Like I hate that the Marvel movies backed themselves into a corner and had to use right. time travel to no get Marvel, themselves out of it. But whatever. But, <laughs> no, you want to hear I mean, how much Todd hates the MCU? Scroll back. Like I don't know what episode it is, but the episode is called. <laughs> Todd hates the MCU. Go find that so episode because, of the podcast. Because, like, and you can to listen to Todd talk about the MCU. the MCU. I'm like, so I don't in any way hate the MCU. But but regardless, DC, like, no, like they fucked up because what they tried to do when MCU was thriving was they're like, we're going to do the same thing. Quick, quick, everyone make these shitty movies. Let's, what, we just have to catch up to them. We didn't, like, so right now, I guarantee you that DC is more like, all right, we fucked up. 
here we go. What do we do to – we're just going to start from scratch. That's why I don't understand where Wonder Woman's going to come into play. Uh, then anything, that, anything that was tied to that initial DC thing that we watched, I don't know where they're going from here because I, they, like, there's no more Batman. It's a new Batman, you know, like it, it's it's weird to me. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think DC will figure this shit out, though, eventually. But I don't know how Wonder Woman and all the characters that they've originally started with, how they're going to come into play because they're going to try to make it work. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know how I feel about DC. I, I don't care. Yeah, I want to like DC stuff. I, I like Batman. Don't. That's it. I don't give a shit about anyone else. Like, I, I like Batman like, as far as DC goes. What uh? What about you, Mike? Where are you falling on the show? Are you excited about it? Care about it? It'll be interesting. Do you watch? You watch the show Gotham? I did before it finished. Was that based? Was that like centered around the uh, uh whatever his name is? The police it was chief? his own thing. It, it was centered around the police chief, but it was its own thing. Okay. Like it didn't. That's what I thought. Anything. I thought that show was also centered around the police. Batman finally comes out at like the very end when Joker looks like a fucking like zombie. Yeah, that Wait, show did you watch that show too, Todd? No, I actually. It's so funny you say that because I like literally watched the clip today because I heard like good things about the Joker in that show, and then I watched like like the first time that Batman's like comes into play, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very much like uh, Smallville, where like yeah, the the hero doesn't really show up until. The final when frame the show of the ends. show. Yes, the show yeah. ends. Because, like, it's not really about them. It's about... Well, Everything Smallville else, was, about, was about Clark, but it, it wasn't about him being Superman. Is Smallville a good show? I feel like a no, lot of people reference trash. that show it's as, like, a great trash. show. Nope, did you not. like that show, Mike? I did. But, like, you know... <laughs> Sorry, Mike, it's trash. Um, it's, no, but... It's, it was what? The wait, early hold 2000s? Hold on, wait. Was it a WB show? Yeah. Yeah. That's why Todd doesn't like it. That's why Todd no, doesn't like Brent, it. And Brent, no, well, I mean, like, that's why 90% of people who don't like that show. It's, uh, but, but go watch. If you're ever going to watch anything from Smallville, watch. Quote, don't Amy Adams? I didn't see that one, but watch Superman fight Bane in a steel cage, quote unquote, wrestling match. And it's like some of the worst shit you'll ever see. It's like, but he's not Superman. He's fighting as like, you know, I'm not Superman yet, but. It's so stupid. It's just, it's so, so stupid. Okay, G- give me like a rundown. So hold on. Superman normal origin story is he like get, gets put in like an escape pod from his planet because yeah. it's like being yeah, destroyed, yeah. right? Is yeah, that what man. happens in Smallville? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Smallville is like the normal Superman story where he's like. It's like before he becomes Superman, but it's fucking like he never dons this. Does he even, Mike, you'll know better than I do. Does he ever don the suit? Does it like the fight? Like, I don't even think he ever flew. Or did you know he did fly? But uh, I, don't know. I can't remember him flying much. So maybe he didn't fly. Brendan, I don't know. Of course, Brennan, because he doesn't know much about DC, he like he knows the, the escape part part, but like doesn't remember that. Yeah, he but he's lands. better off not knowing much about DC with this show. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like uh, Superman's whole thing is like, yes, his planet explodes, his parents shoot him off on like an escape pod, and he lands in Smallville. So it's yep. it's just basically. Oh, okay. I didn't feet. know that. It's just him as a teenager, that's all. Okay. I so also, that show tried to be really Buffy think... the Vampire Slayer and, like, failed miserably as far as, like, because Buffy was funny and entertaining. See, I don't quirky. know, Todd. I think there's a lot of people that love Smallville. Yeah. 
I like I never tell them to talk to ever, me and I'll fucking laugh at them. Anytime right? I ever hear someone bring up Smallville, it's in a positive light. I guess that's because it's not on TV currently. So if anyone was gonna bring it up, it's probably because they have but a good memory. I'm gonna of it, tell you right now, but, Brendan, if you went and visited, revisited, or you didn't even see it. So if you decided to watch, yeah, no, Smallville I'm not gonna right watch now, Smallville ever. No, no, so. it's like it's like the poor man's Dawson's Creek. Like that's like basically, and that sounds you're like, wait, I don't understand what that means. But like that's literally what it is. It's like a Dawson's so, Creek Superman show. So. I'll I'll say two things. One, I think Superman is like he's the worst. I have zero ever. interest in Same. the hero Superman. Yep. I mean, I'm sure there are great comic book arcs. I'm sure there are great things that involve Superman. I just think that Superman is super fucking boring. Agreed, it's one 100%. of the, it's it's one of the reasons why like I when any if anyone ever complains about Goku in fucking street and street fighter in dragon ball z i get it but i think goku's still a better character but uh, i will say this i did think man of steel was a really good movie like and i didn't like any other dc movies for the most part i did think they did like i remember really enjoying that movie of how they they took the first one just the, so the first one they did i know that todd likes that movie i'm pretty sure you also like man of steel mike right man of steel was fine um i think Dom I, likes I, it I too. I. I understand there are certain criticisms that like I get, but at the same time, yeah, I'm same. Just, like guys like really relax. But so the three of fun. you told me it was a good movie. So I did buy it one year on black Friday for $5. It, it is, it is still wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it twice in the theater. That's the last movie I probably saw. I made, I saw it. The, I saw it in the morning because I didn't think Amanda would be able to see it. She was working, whatever. Then after I saw it, I was like, we need to go watch this movie tonight. I'm like, I was just talking about how much I liked it. And then Amanda really liked it too. But like, it's one of the very few times I've seen the movie twice in one day. I think. Um, yikes. So yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I will, Mike, I want you to hold me to this. I want you to hold me to this. I, even <laughs> though I think black Friday this year will be me in my house and not in a store, yeah. but on black Friday, when I say, Oh, this movie is only $5. I'm going to buy it. You need to say, no, because I'm trying. I mean, I could literally go sit down later and actually figure it out. But thinking of all the movies that I bought on Black Friday for five to ten dollars, because I'm like, oh, I always wanted to watch this. It's five bucks. No problem. I don't think I've ever watched any of them. Yeah, to stop buying movies. There's no reason to buy movies anymore. I mean, you if it's five dollars, you can rent yeah, but if it, but you can rent them for three ninety nine. Like you can just rent it on like okay, on demand. Okay, and then for for two more dollars, I own it forever. Yeah, but I mean, how many, like, you're coming from someone who's literally bought DVDs and Blu-rays. This was, like, my job. It was literally my job for fucking, like, 15 years of my life. You know how many times I watched those movies? The first time I bought them, I watched it, and then they fucking went into the fucking, the chest with all the other movies and never were watched again. Because I bought, like, every fucking thing that came out. You know what I wouldn't, you know what I wouldn't hate doing? And this would help me out in a lot of ways because one it would give us more things to do and two and two it would like make me watch more movies should we do like a monthly fucking yes, like man. movie club we were watching do you not movies? remember do you not remember like this was like years ago when i was like this is what we need to do we all like between like the five or six of us we all pick one movie that we've all that that maybe some of us have never seen but we really love and maybe we're not going to be able to find that movie that all of us haven't seen but like, do remember I was like begging for that, but you know, it's like now we can't really do that. But maybe just watch it on our own. But 
Oh, yeah, because I mean, you wanted to get together. I was all yeah. about that. I was like, yeah, dude, that I was, was 150 like, percent so, yeah, down with that. I was idea. like, let's just do, do movie nights, man, with like with all like the with yes. all the significant others. Like, yeah. you know, we pick a movie. I, this is the I movie we're doing that. this week. Yeah, it must, man, it, like, honestly, that conversation probably I would imagine probably happened around Breaking Bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lost like, or Breaking, breaking Bad, Bad finales. At your and, here we, and here and here we are like six, seven years later. Still haven't fucking um, done it. <laughs> but I mean, I know Todd would be down. Mike, how do you feel about that? Because that's a lot less commitment than playing a fucking, you know, 20 to fucking 60 hour game. Should we do a little uh, like monthly movie fucking obviously not in the same house, but like, you know, a little monthly movie movie watch. Movie. Yeah, we can announce one person picks a movie. But we can we can pick a movie together and then we can announce it on the podcast. And then, you know, four episodes later would be like the episode we talk about it so that like listeners can also have a chance to watch the movie if they want. Yo, back to the quarantine and chill series, like all our spoiler cast, quarantine and chill. Fucking we'll just pick, start picking movies. Mike? Um, so every <laughs> everything about the idea is great, which is why I'm not going to participate. Oh, God damn it, Mike. But the way we can do it, Mike, is we can either do like see, a part of me wants to say like we all just agree on movie or part of me says we have a rotation and it's like Todd yeah. picks the movie. Then yeah, Mike no, picks the movie. Yeah, I think that's the best way. Mike's like, we have to watch it. It's not like, like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. We have to fucking watch the movie. And when we talk about it, because like, I, I like. And I, like the, I, I, the episode where we talk about it doesn't need to be like this fucking hour long. No, just movies. like just laid like, back. We'll talk kind about of it thing. for like, like 15, yeah. 20 minutes or something. Some of us might be shocked that we love the movie, you know, like it's just something like that. But I, so like. Mike, think about the anime you can make Todd watch. What are you what doing? Like? And I'll gladly watch it. I do. I watch like, no joke. I watch probably 10 new movies a month. All I do is wait for on-demand movies to come out that I can watch and or I rent stuff all the time. I watch movies just as much as I probably play video games these days. But half the time I'm watching a movie, I'm also playing Switch. So, I mean, I don't know if that counts. But, but in, like, yeah, I watch like a shit ton of movies these days. Whenever like there's a new streaming movie coming out, I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing. You know, you know what we can do, too? And this is, you know, this is me getting a little I don't I don't know if I want to say this on the podcast and get committed to it. But I'll, I'll say it anyway as an idea. And if we end up doing it, sure. If we do this idea. And let's say, you know, the episode we talk about the movie, talk about the movie for like 15, 20 minutes. I can cut that part out and just put that part up on YouTube, too, as like a separate little movie club thing. So, like, if people just want to, like, what, like, hear the movie thoughts. I don't know. We we can work out the idea. But I mean, (laughs) I I need reasons to watch more movies. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, and you'll probably end up being like, shit, I need to watch more movies after you do this. Well, so the last thing that I want to say before we wrap things up is, and it's like a weird thing to say, because when it comes to video games, I care the most about the gameplay and like the game and less about the story. But since I have finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy VII, Last of Us, Last of Us Two, all in like a quick span of time, lately, like the last week, I've been like, I kind of like want a story to care about and i don't have that right now Dude, that's why games aren't clicking with any me. form that's, of media that's why games aren't clicking with me that's why like i'm jumping back and forth for games and i'm like i guess i'm looking for more of a story but like i want to play good games but remnant like you're not going to give two shits about that that story yeah the gameplay is probably fine but it's not going to be a, a game that you're going to be like oh no one's on right now i'm going to dive into this because everything and, clicks on this game and i i, like, I want to i want to 
also mention like I'm playing Persona 5 and playing a lot of it and I like the story a lot and I like where it's going and I want to know more and I have a lot of questions but that game is so long and there's so many parts that aren't story where like I you know you look at The Last of Us and Last of Us 2 in particular I mean Last of Us 1 is like you know I would say for both of them it's like pretty cinematic heavy like you're playing you're 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 taking in a lot of story so like it's a lot of story even when you get the gameplay moments it's back to chunks of story where persona has that too but persona is like so much other things going on that are cool and like you're in that world and it's more world building and i love it like i love persona 5 but i kind of part of me just like is craving like a concise you know narrative yeah man that's, that's where i'm at these days I, I i just need like i love that there's games out there like persona that like that will give someone 100 hours and they can just if they're really into this game they can really get into this game but for someone like me maybe that maybe some games will suck me in like people were saying that last of us 2 was too long this game, i finished that game at like 26 hours like 26 hours isn't a long time if you really compare that to you know like i mean i would it's, say it's too long but it's too long for me because yeah. That game, that that game is so emotionally draining. Where I was like, I want to know how this ends. Get me the fuck out of here, please. See, like, for, yeah, and for like me, like Final Fantasy VII, the whole time remake, I'm like, oh, this game is five hours of the original game, and here we are at hour forty, and we're still fucking playing this game. Like, yeah, like, but I think that's a, I don't know. I mean, for me, Final Fantasy VII remake was, I played through that, and I was like, I'm hungry. I need to know more, and then I played 40 yeah. more hours of the original game to find and out what happened. And then you did, but do you think you're going to be that excited about jumping into the new one? Because guess what? They're doing yes. time travel too, just to fucking because they they want to make sure they don't write themselves into a corner. Let's fucking do yeah, like I'm multiple I'm, universes. I'm, I'm, and... I've bought into Final Fantasy 7. I want to know what's happening. I'm like, I'm there. I'm good. I'm, I am I don't obviously I'd like to know I where the story goes now, but I can't. It's, it doesn't matter but, when it comes out. I don't, I'm not worried about no, it. Like, I'm not I, don't, I know you're it. not worried about it, but at the same time if they, the next game they announce in a year is 10 hours long in like a 20 hour, $20 game, fuck that. Because you're not getting anywhere with that series. I just don't understand where they're going to go with that. If they yeah, spend five I, again, hours on like... I, I, I kind of like the take that they had on the Triple Click podcast, which was, you know, I, I don't want to say it because it's a spoiler for Mike, and I do think I'll it's a story it. that Mike would actually enjoy, so I won't say anything. But The story's not that... It, 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 I think we're holding that story to a too high of a standard. No, I just think it's something Mike would like, though. What are yeah. we talking um, about again? Final, Final Fantasy VII. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to have to put spoiler tags for Final Fantasy VII on here. I'll, I'll just, I'll just say I think that there is a spe- specific take that says, uh, you know, the way that the remake ends makes it seem as though the rest of the remake is not going to be the same story as the first game. Is the original game, and I which could, which am could really be bad, excited though. about that. Yeah, sure, it could, it, could be bad. Be it, it, yeah, it could absolutely be bad. I mean, even if it follows the original story, it could still be bad. I like, I'm not worried about that. This game is probably not coming up for five more years. I don't fucking care. I'm that's just crazy to me because I'm you don't bit, like because you, you know where it. we are with our games. Like you, yeah, I know, but you stuff, just said the same thing like at the beginning years. of the show. There, we have so many games to play. Who the fuck does it matter? No, I agree, but like you, they only took five hours out of a forty-hour game. For a yes, I do game. think it's a little, I, and I listen, think that's insane to me. That's that's just fucking insane. I, I listen. We all we all know that you don't like this game. If you want if you want to hear more thoughts about Todd not liking this game, we have a full, very long spoiler cast. Of this hey, game. I was You're pretty quiet during that spoiler cast. Surprisingly, I I was confused. Because everyone was sucking the game's 
you know, I, I just I couldn't like I, I was like I'm not gonna you, spoil. Yeah, so you, you can I didn't your... want to spoil everyone's parade. Like I feel what? like everyone was just gonna. Why? Yell at me if I told we had them we all had no problem doing that with no. With I know, Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two. Yeah. I don't think anyone pulled any punches. Yeah, but you know what? Last of Us Two. Everyone was pretty much across the board said it was like an 8.5 game. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, but I think you and I were on the same page with Final Fantasy VII, where we we would probably give that a seven or an eight. I think if they made that game strictly just boss battles, it would have been a better game. I think everything else in that game was terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I I, I was here for it. I was here for the nonsense. I think they had a lot of issues. <laughs> I would I would probably give it a seven or an eight. It made me go play the original game. I'm happy with that game. It made me. I had a good time. I was entertained. I mean, it, it it dragged out a little bit at some parts. There were some parts I really didn't like, but I think overall I had a, a, a an entertaining experience. Am I gonna go play it again? Probably not. But uh, I like the battle system a lot. I I like really am looking forward to the next game simply because I like the battle system a lot. Um, but anyways, this episode's off the fucking rails now. Off the rails. I like it. Uh. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 209 of the Pass Control Podcast. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way you can do that and the freest way you can do that is to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, share us on social media so someone else can discover us, and even if you don't listen on iTunes, to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really, really does help us. Leave us that five-star review, say something nice. It absolutely helps us in what we're trying to do. If you have a few bucks kicking around and you want to help support us, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash passthecontroller, becoming a patron, or going to passthecontroller.threadless.com and buying something from our shop. Or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. And if you have Amazon Prime, you get a free sub every month. So if you want to kick it to us, we won't say no. Uh, What else? You can find me at Groom. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. And you can find Mike at underscore mycopath. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 209. If you go outside, wear a fucking mask. <laughs>